Cairo, Seattle. It's time to get schooled with the professor, John Clayton. Welcome to School with the Professor, and I'll tell you what, the XFL season is coming up very quickly. Lots of positive things going on, and joining us is Ryan Gustafson from the uh, Seattle Dragons. And, you know, I guess the biggest thing that uh, we're looking at here on School is the big picture, because now it's real. I mean, you've got practices going down in Houston coming up. You've got games coming up after the Super Bowl. And then this week was a big week, and that's why I'm glad to see you can help explain it, because I'm sitting for 11 hours in a Hall of Fame meeting uh, uh, with uh, Bill Bel- Bill Belichick and Ron Wolf and Bill Polian trying to figure out 15 uh, people who are going to go into the Hall of Fame on a blue ribbon committee, and so it's like I was doing that, and of course I missed the conference call with Dean Blandino and the rule changes, and so it looks like big picture this is going to be a fast moving game. Yeah, absolutely, John. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm glad to catch up and talk XFL, and you're absolutely right. Uh, this week was a huge one for us with our rule uh, innovation unveils and. I think you hit it on the head. Fast pace, uh, quick action, engaging for fans. I think the response to our rules has been incredible, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, no doubt. And so that's, uh, I guess the biggest thing is kind of take us through the dynamics of what Dean explained as far as, because again, no extra points. I mean, you got, uh, you know, a lot of the overtime changes. I mean, there's so many things that are so different. I don't know where some of them borrowed from. Maybe you could help us out from that, but kind of take us through kind of the checklist of some of the rules and how the game is going to be operated. Yeah, I think first that, you know, we have about a dozen rule innovations. And one of the the great things about the XFL was the opportunity for us to go through an 18-month process uh, to develop the rule innovations. Uh, We brainstormed them. We asked fans what they wanted to see in a football game. Uh, We tested them thoroughly over a a long period of time and uh, made sure that this is right for our game. So our game is going to be fast-paced, engaging. It's going to eliminate some of the uh, kind of disjointedness of, of games that fans have told us that they dislike. Uh, and we're, gonna, we're really excited about them because the, it's going to be authentic football, but with a little bit of a twist. And um, the, the response so far has been great, and there's a ton of uh, opportunity for fans to get involved in a new way in our game. Well, now, how, uh, first off, how are kickers going to be used? Because not a lot of the normal things that kickers do in the NFL is not going to be part of the XFL. Uh, well, you still have kickoffs and field goals, so a kicker is a truly important position. But you know, one of the things that we heard from fans uh, was around the extra point, and we kind of uh, decided to put a spin on it with a one-point conversion, a play from the two-yard line, uh, a two-point conversion, a play from the five-yard line, and a three-point conversion, a play from the 10-yard line. So it adds a lot of strategy to the game. Uh, that's one thing we try to do and, and is uh, really exciting is when Fans can be engaged in the game by thinking about what coaches are doing from a strategic standpoint. That's what we want to see. And the extra point that we are going to have or, or our point after touchdown uh, brings a lot more strategy to it, which is really exciting. Yeah, no doubt. And so uh, that, that'll be kind of fun to kind of watch and see. And so, uh, and so, but no, no kicking for the – let's put it this way. The one thing that I did not like in the NFL was when Roger Goodell came up and decided, okay, well, we need more excitement on the extra points. So let's move it back to the 15-yard line, making an equivalent of a 33-yard field goal. And it's like, okay, so now you miss one of those and you want to get the kicker out of town next. It's like that didn't work out. So uh, what did fans say when they, when they talked about extra points? Well, fans said a couple of things. The first and foremost is they love the game of football that they see today. They don't want a wild departure from that. But there are things about it that they, they wish would be a little different, uh, mainly the uh, fat, making it more fast-paced and removing some of the plays that 
aren't as engaging, exciting, and extra points were one of those. Uh, so what we tried to do is balance the fact that we wanted the game to look the same that fans see uh, with the NFL and college and other um, other games, but also put a twist on it that took some of those plays that were less exciting and, and made them more exciting uh, between the extra point, our overtime rules, um, and just the play clock and a few other innovations that we did. Uh, we think we've accomplished that. Okay, so now just from the play clock standpoint, uh, where does that go? Because it's not the 40-second clock and the 25-second clock. Correct. We're now at, we're at a 25-second play clock. Uh, we have a dedicated ball-spotting official, uh, which his or her sole responsibility is to make sure that uh, the game is sped up and that you know uh, our offense can operate under that 25-second play clock. Um, and that's going to make it more fast-paced and engaging. We're going to try to take the same number of plays that exist in an NFL game um, and crunch it down into about a two-hour, two-hour, 45-minute sec- two window. Uh, so again, just faster paced, more engaging, fun for fans. That's what what the goal of that was. So curiosity on that one. So is uh, an official that's just basically dedicated to get the ball spotted. I mean, how many officials are going to be on the field? Seven in the NFL. Is there more in the XFL? There's an additional official for the ball spotting, and the rest of it will look pretty similar. Okay, so there's okay, so that'll, that'll be kind of interesting. And uh, what about uh, you know, communication with the coach and the quarterback, getting the plays in? I know in the NFL, there's a 15-second cutoff. Yeah, uh, we're still working on specifics around the communication, but what we're going to try to do is really bring technology into play so that uh, coaches can communicate with a larger group of people on the offense to ensure that, again, we're uh, operating under that 25-second play clock and speeding up the game because that's just a big thing that we heard a lot from fans is that they want something that's a little bit more uh, fast-paced, a little bit less disjointed. Uh, the running clock and the 25-second play clock are ways that we're going to accomplish that. Hmm, very good. What, what are some of the other innovations that are going to be there? Uh, my favorite's overtime. Uh, so I think that one of the things fans told us is that the overtime that they see in other games is something that uh, they don't necessarily think is the right way to do it. Uh, so we're bringing a hockey or a soccer-style shootout to overtime uh, where a point is a, um, a play from the five-yard line. So one offense will try to score against a defense, uh, and it's a best of five. And so think of a hockey-style shootout brought to overtime. It'll be fair, it'll be fast, and it'll be fun to um, you know really see how that unfolds. So how does that go? Does it go side-by-side, uh, side or it's like uh, you, you have one team going out there, taking their five shots, and then the next team taking their five shots, or how does that work? It'll alternate. So you'll have Team A's offense against Team B's defense, uh, and if they score, they get a two-point uh, you know, uh, for, for that. And then you'll have Team B's offense against Team A, um, and they'll alternate, and it's a best-of-five series. Now, how is going to be the, the replay and officiating? How's that going to work? Uh, we're using the Hawkeye technology. So there's a whole summary about exactly what that means on XFL.com slash rules. But really what we're trying to do is ensure, uh, obviously, quality of our officiating and, and replay, but also make sure that it uh, continues to um, not disrupt the flow of the game. So the Hawkeye technology is something that's really exciting that we're going to bring to our game. Curiously, where did you get the pool of officials? Because that's one of the things that's going to be a growing problem in the National Football League. They just did a five-year contract extension, and there's going to be you know, real perks for guys at 20 years or more getting one and a half, uh, I guess, on, on the pension, one and a half percent. And so there's going to be 20 changes to 24 changes over the next two years of officials leaving the league. And the pool of officiating both in college and high school is tight. Yeah, obviously we've hired Dean Blandino to uh, be our head of officiating, which is really exciting. Um, he has a, an incredible background uh, in the NFL and, and knows the game better than anybody. And he's going to uh, go out and hire the best officials possible. Um, I know that all of our officials will have 
big time college football and bowl game experience. And uh, we're really excited about where we're headed with that. Of course, that's the one thing. I mean, with the time of the year where the games are going to be played from February into the spring is that uh, there's no football going on to compete against that. So, of course, you can get, I guess, people from other areas that have experience. Yeah, I mean, people want more football, and you're absolutely right. I think the time of year that we're going to be playing in, uh, think of Super Bowl to NFL draft, uh, there's certainly a gap of football, um, and people are really excited about the XFL continuing that. And, um, you know, I know our fans are as well because uh, more football is great. And, um, you know, I think that we're, we're coming up close to our season um, and we're really excited about it. Okay, so take us through now what has been going on with the Dragons in January and the other teams in the XFL. Uh, so all teams are down in Houston right now for a joint training camp. Uh, Coach Zorn and our entire team, about 70 of our players, are down there practicing uh, we have a, a joint practice with uh, with Dallas today, actually. So, uh, you know, think of that as our, our preseason getting prepared for February 8th. Um, and then everyone is coming back in market around January 20th uh, for practices here in Seattle, leading up to our, our kickoff uh, February 8th in D.C., 11 a.m. local time. And then um, our home opener on February 15th at CenturyLink Field. Uh, that's our week two, and that is all, uh, an 11 a.m. Uh, game as well. How did I'm it sorry, work? that's a 2 p.m. game, yeah. sorry. How did it work as far as just getting the roster set as it was? Kind of take us, because you had you know the big draft and all that stuff. Then you had another period in December where you were able to get uh, some additional players and some changes and all that. Yeah, so we went through our, our full draft process back in October, uh, which was super fun and exciting if you followed it. Over a two-day period, we drafted 70 players. Um, and then we've gone through a few different uh, supplemental uh, versions of that as more players um, who had been on NFL rosters became available. I think one of the really cool things is over half of our rosters have been on NFL rosters within the last couple of years. Um, so you're seeing guys that are getting a new opportunity to play the game that they love. And I know that uh, we're creating a, a product that our fans are really going to engage with. So uh, we've had a little bit of a fluid process with our rosters and there's uh, you know 70 players that we will um, eventually um, go, go through a, a cut down process uh, before we come back to Seattle here in a few weeks. And what's the final roster size going to be? Uh, active roster will be 45. 45? Okay, so that'll be 45 out of the 70 and all that. Uh, and I would imagine that, uh, you know, because one thing I know is that, you know, particularly a lot of the people who are, you know, general managers, player personnel people and all that, were able to do a good job of getting as many of the AF, AAF players who had experience in a spring league. Yeah, I think there's certainly some presence of uh, that on our rosters, but um, we were worked really hard to find the best available uh, talent that, that's out there. And, um, you know, there's no shortage of high-quality football talent. Uh, we know that uh, we have guys on our team, nine of them have played recently on the Seahawks, uh, active or practice squad, including Casey Williams, Keenan Reynolds. We have uh, four former University of Washington players. So uh, there's a local tie to our roster, too, which is exciting. Fans recognize some of the names that we're going to be playing at CenturyLink Field come February. Um, but most of all, Coach and our, our player personnel director, Tony Softley, really worked hard to make sure that our team had the highest quality talent as possible. And I know that they're, they're super thrilled about where we are. No doubt. Uh, and I would imagine, uh, from what I'm hearing, I mean, you know, I, you, we've talked about this a couple of times, but sales have been good. I heard sales are really going crazy in St. Louis. Uh, yeah, I saw the article in The Athletic coming out. You know, I think that uh, Seattle has something to say about that. But, you know, I, I know that our fans are really excited about our team. Um, you know, we, we have our, our sales are off to an incredible start as well. And 
a lot of work left to do, but um, I think people are going to be uh, pleasantly excited and surprised uh, and, you know, really thrilled to see the crowd that's going to be there in Central League Field on February 15th. Tickets are still available at xfeldragons.com. Um, so we're looking to fill as, as many people in the building as we can come February. Well, that'll be that'll be great. Uh, and I would imagine now that everybody's down in Houston and everybody's had a chance to t- kind of take a look. I mean, who are some of the main teams that right now have started to look pretty good? Uh, I'm going to, you know, I, I think I would defer a lot, okay. all that to uh, to Coach Zorn and his staff. I would say, though, that uh, they're incredibly excited about our roster and the style of play that we're going to bring. Um, I know that it, today it really becomes real when we start joint practices with uh, with other teams and seeing where we are. But um, I think that they are uh, incredibly excited about the guys that we have on our team and going to, you know, continue to work towards building a championship team every, every t- chance we get. Mm-hmm. That, which of course is going to be kind of fun to see. It's like, and I don't know, as, as you go around town, uh, what kind of reaction are you getting as far as the branding of this team and what the fans are starting to think? I think when people hear about the story of the XFL, um, they just get more and more excited every day. Uh, I've yet to really be out there telling the story to fans, to corporate partners and otherwise, and have people say, you know what, I'm, I'm not that excited about more football. Uh, people want more football. They're they're really excited about our team, the guys that we have, uh, the overall brand that we're creating, and it's just about getting out and, and you know developing a fan base. I think that the one great thing about us, uh, the XFL as a whole, is this isn't about just getting through year one. This is about building a hundred year brand, and we're taking it day by day, fan by fan, and just getting more and more people excited every day. Well, I guess that the, the one fun thing, too, is that now that you know things are set as far as the style of the game and everything else is that uh, you kind of know it's like, okay, this is going to be different. And you watched last year in the AAF. I mean, they had a fast pace, not as fast as this is going to be, but I think fast pace, particularly knowing you have so many head coaches like Jim Zorn, who are offensive coaches that uh, can work with a better group of quarterbacks in the AAF and try to get some scoring and excitement. Yeah, getting the quarterback play was right. Uh, that was such a big key for us. And so I know we all, all overlook our commissioner along with our overall player personnel uh, group spent a lot of time making sure that we got that right. We're excited about Brandon Silvers. We're excited about B.J. Daniels. Um, th- those guys are competing for a starting job. And I know that they're going to you know, create a, um, an offense that's high, you know, fast-paced, exciting to watch. Uh, but I think our defense is going to be just as exciting. Clayton Lopez, our D coordinator, and some of the guys that we have over there, uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to have a team that's going to be competing every day, and that's that's what it's all about. What's it look like at running back right now? Uh, we uh, we drafted a couple guys at running back. Trey Williams um, is one of them. Uh, Kenneth Farrow, another, and then we have local talent um, uh, with Levon Coleman, who played at the University of Washington. So we got some talent back in the backfield. I know that that was one thing that. Our coaching staff was really excited about when uh, when we got down to training cab, uh, as well as our offensive line. So I think that you know we're going to be um, in a really great spot there, and uh, you know, like I said, just creating some really exciting offensive action. I know this is more of a Jim uh, Jim Zorn type of question, but uh, it, when you look at the offensive style of this, I mean, is it going to be more air raid? Is it going to be more NFL kind of version? I mean, is it going to be a different type of style of offense that you're going to see from the uh, in the XFL compared to the NFL? I think the rules themselves lend more to having a bit more of uh, a passing friendly uh, environment, but and that's not to say that we aren't going to run the ball because I think we have a lot of talent up, up front and a lot of talent in the backfield. Uh, I think a lot of this remains to be seen. I think one of the most thing, things that I'm excited for is to see the strategy that each of the coaches are going to put into place. Um, you know, I, I obviously I think that our 
I'm biased when I say we have Coach Zorn as the best coach in the league with a, a storied background, and I know that our offensive coordinator, Mike Riley, and our defensive coordinator are really excited about putting together a team that's going to continue competing every day. And, um, you know, I think our offensive uh, of game plan is going to come through in, in a big way. Okay, so now kind of give us the idea as far as getting where the tickets are. Uh, so you can get tickets at xfldragons.com. Uh, season tickets start at $20 per ticket. And then our home opener coming up on February 15th at Century Link Field. Uh, tickets start as low as $24 for that. So, uh, you know, get in early and uh, come come watch some uh, exciting football come February. Well, that'll be great. So, Ryan, hey, thank you for joining us on School with the Professor. It's just around the corner, start of the season, February 8th. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Always great talking football with the Professor and uh, appreciate the time. Right, thank you. Have a good one. And that does it for this week's podcast. In between episodes, you can follow me on Twitter at Clayton ESPN. If you enjoy these weekly one-on-one conversations, consider leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the show. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Schooled with the Professor.